first. Whether you're looking to build, develop, or require other financing, the team of commercial lenders at West Texas National Bank is ready to serve you. From business solutions to farm and ag lending, West Texas National Bank is the partner you can depend on to help meet your financial goals. Visit them today at 101 East Avenue E in Alpine. West Texas National Bank is an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. 22 minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, and uh, yes, it is time for Buck Banter, brought to you by West Texas National Bank. Time now for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you today? I am doing wonderful, and uh, good morning to you on a busy uh, Big Ben Livestock Show weekend. Yes, I know we were just hearing about that a few minutes ago from our students, which is wonderful. Definitely our best ambassadors for the event. Uh, welcome to our first show of 2024. It's been about a month since we were last together. It's been Hope a while. A wonderful and restful holiday season, um, and we're excited for a new school year. And of course, we kick that off with the Big Ben Livestock Show and Sale, which we'll start talking about in just a few minutes. A couple other things in our show today. Um, as this is our first episode of the year, we'll do a bit of a, a pivot back looking at some big accomplishments for the school district and the community in 2023, and also looking ahead to some of our big goals for 2024. So excited to um, to kick off the new year together. And we're starting with the live, the 80th annual Big Ben Livestock Show and Sale. Isn't that amazing? What a testament to, um, to our community. One of the favorite events of the year. You just heard from some of our best ambassadors for this big event, which is our students. So I'll just follow up on that with a bit of a uh, bit of information. This show uh, features students competing from across Brewster County, but also Presidio County, Jeff Davis County. And just wanted to do an all call to the community to come support our kids. It's a great, great opportunity to come and just drop in at this event anytime today or tomorrow. Make sure the sale tomorrow night is on your schedule as well. Admission is free and everyone is welcome. So come on out and enjoy some of the fun. So the real show obviously is the schedule of all of the, uh, the different animals and projects that you'll see. But the secondary show, we talk about this every year, Martin, is the concession stand. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. I was actually kind of trying to plan my morning where I could go there on the way here to the radio show, but I was like, I'm just gonna have to wait, go afterwards. But the concession stand is open all day today and tomorrow, um, opens at 7 a.m. And so enjoy watching our kids, but also grab some of those brisket burritos while you're out there And as well. the cabrito, don't yes. forget, you can't get cabrito every day that's right that's right so don't miss it today and tomorrow so the schedule for the show they've already started lambs this morning at 9 a.m with gates uh, sorry gates goats to follow uh, cattle show will be either at 1 p.m or to follow the goats just depending on how the show progresses all of this is happening at the alpine isd ag barn which is located at 1303 west del rio street uh, just north of alpine middle school on the west side of town so go head out there check it out the horse show will be tonight at 5 30 p.m at the Sol Ross Sale Arena. And then we'll be back at it tomorrow, Saturday morning at the Alpine ISD Ag Barn with the Swine Show at 9 a.m. And new this year, students might have talked about this, is the Rabbit Show to follow the no Swine Show. No chickens, but we have rabbits this year. There you go. There you go. And then make sure you have on your calendar the big sale tomorrow night. Change of location, Alpine Civic Center this year. And uh, 6 p.m. for the buyer's registration and social. And then 6.30 p.m. the awards program kicks off and you won't want to miss that again. No. Free to attend, so come on out 
and uh, and enjoy. Starting at 7 o'clock, the live auction begins. It's always a ton of fun. Anyone can um, bid on those animals or go in together to bid on those. There's also other ways to support. So if you're listening in but not in the area, you can do um, virtual bidding. The best way to find out information is to check out the Big Ben Livestock Show and Sale Facebook page where you can get all of the current phone numbers on ways that you can either be a virtual bidder or you can call in to do an add-on to, um, to students' projects. It's a great way to contribute to um, our youth exhibitors without actually having to buy an animal. So check out those opportunities as well to support our kids. Yeah, and they can also, when they call in, they can use the phone number 837-GOAT. Love it. And uh, during the show, so that they can be involved. Plus, uh, I believe they're going to have a live stream this year. And, uh, of course, you can hear it on KALP as a uh, uh, Ryan, our uh, rambling Ryan Wild, our sports director, along with uh, J.R. Smith, will be uh, well, be broadcasting from live from the uh, livestock show. I love that. So you can listen online, and you can also pull up the video, the live stream at the same time. Alpine ISD will be live streaming both days of the show, and so the best way to find that is to go to our live stream website, which is alpinefightingbucks.com. No G at the end of fighting, of course. So alpinefightingbucks.com, and then you can click on the video and you'll find that there is a live stream for both days and like i said get the video going have the radio going listening in lots of fun you'd be like being in there just like being there absolutely some thank yous because um alpine isd does not organize this event this is uh run by the volunteers of the big ben livestock show association and so just so appreciative for those parents and community members who organize this tri-county event every year um the district is a proud partner on the event but really it's the folks at bblsa that make this happen for our children so so much gratitude for those volunteers um, also big shout out to Doug and Caroline Fox Doug's our ag teacher at Alpine High Hard School workers oh my goodness and both of them do an incredible job leading our ag and FFA programs and helping to coordinate this annual every event. year every, every year, year. yes yeah, so it's been a busy week for them but it'll be a great weekend as well so wishing the best of luck to our Alpine Bucks who are showing their projects this weekend and look forward to seeing uh, a lot of our community out at the stock show Yep. All right. So from there, we're going to pivot a little bit and look back at some of our big accomplishments that we made as a district in 2023. It's wild to think that that year has already wrapped up and we're on to another one. I'm in that uh, two-week transition where I'm still writing the wrong year on everything, right? But we're into 2024. So let's start by looking back um, at some of our big accomplishments from 2023. And if you've been listening to the radio show, you've heard many, uh, many accomplishments every week, many celebrations. But today I wanted to highlight just two. And uh, both of these have to do with finance, which if you've been listening to show, that will not surprise you. It's a pretty common theme that we talk about. And the first one is a huge accomplishment for Alpine ISD this year was to be able to increase staff compensation. Big deal because, as you know if you've been listening, we're one of the most underfunded districts in the state. And so how does a district in that position increase staff compensation? So I wanted to walk us through how we were able to do that. So uh, about a year ago, we were really deep in the analysis of the current state of district salaries. Like how do our salaries in Alpine ISD compare to other districts? And uh, the answer was not well. For example, on the teacher side of things, we were the second lowest paying school district in all of our area of West Texas, up to Midland, west to Van Horn, down to Sanderson, et cetera. And so we really wanted to um, make some inroads on that. 
Um, again, if you've been a regular listener, you know that we're one of the most persistently underfunded districts in the state, but we didn't want that current funding reality to continue to be an underfunded reality for our staff members. And so it was a board and also an administrative uh, priority to increase salaries, especially in what has been a time of record-setting inflation. And so at the end of this year, just really proud to report that we've been able to provide much more competitive salaries for all district employees over the last two years. Um, support staff salaries, we've been able to increase by $4,000 on average, teacher salaries, $3,000, and administrative salaries, $1,500 a year. And so we're not, we're not done, but we've made some really uh, powerful inroads that we're excited about. Um, also, we made some compensation plan changes, things like it used to be that if you were a teacher you, um, and you had 25 years of, of service, you didn't receive a pay raise after that. And so we found ways to increase our pay scales so that teachers with more than 25 years of service could still receive annual increases, um, increase the number of leave days, and did some other kind of strategic compensation plan changes based on staff input um, to help retain the amazing teachers that we have. So uh, also super proud to say that we did all of this while passing a near balanced budget and without any significant new state money. And so we did see a significant number of districts across the state have to pass deficit budgets this year. Um, and we passed a deficit budget as well, but near balanced. And so being able to do that while, um, as we've talked about on the show, there's billions of dollars for public education just sitting in Austin, not being sent to school. Uh, really proud of what we were able to do with some um, some innovative financing there. Um, how did we do this? One of the big ways is that we applied for and received a lot of grant money to fund additional stipends and opportunities for our staff, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But wanted to say our work isn't done here in terms of competitive pay, but this is really positive movement forward that we're excited about. So excited about that accomplishment in 2023. Well, you should be congratulated. That was great to do what we did with what we have. Exactly right. Exactly right. So second accomplishment we want to look back on and celebrate from 2023 is some of our financial leadership um, on behalf of the district and so when we sat down and looked at okay we've talked about new grants almost every month Martin on this show and so how much have we actually received right and we found that over the past year and a half we have applied for and received over 3.2 million dollars nice. in first-time grant funding so these are new grant opportunities to provide opportunities that are aligned with our district's goals and objectives and or to offset previous district costs. So that's massive, especially within a school district that we know doesn't receive 15% of its state allotment every year to the tune of about a $1.5 million loss. So what does that look like? How, like some of that 3.2 million kind of broken down. Um, of that 3.2 million, about half a million dollars we've been able to use for salary offset funding, which frees up money in other areas or allows us to give some of the um, uh, competitive salary raises we were talking about before. And also we've had over $100,000 in new teacher stipends for this school year from those grant opportunities. So those grants are a lot of work, don't get me wrong. Uh, there's no such thing as free money, but those are opportunities that provide great new things for our staff and for our students, as well as compensation that goes along with it. I'm glad to have them. Glad we got them, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, also, this is wild to me, but at this time last year, Martin, the Alpine Public Education Fund didn't even exist. This is something we started talking about and launched in March and April of last year, so it's only been a nine-month partnership. 
But this partnership with the Permian Basin Area Foundation has been incredible for our school district. Um, for example, we've brought in over $270,000 in donations from the PBAF, part this PBAF partnership um, from over 50 different entities, organizations, um, individuals who have donated, and those have funded over eight different projects all in the last eight months, which is incredible. Nice. So to remind our listeners, these are things like a complete renovation of the Alpine Elementary Library, um, paying off overdue meal balances for any family in need. Uh, providing brand new laptops for every teacher in the district. That was huge. That was a $105,000 investment. Um, providing school supplies for every Alpine ISD student too. back in August. So these are just some of the projects that our community through this education fund has made possible. Um, another calculation we do on this is we look at even on each of these projects, yes, there are um, philanthropic and community donations, but Alpine ISD also puts money into those projects as well. And so our return on investment for uh, these projects so far has been that for every single $1 that Alpine ISD has invested in these projects, there's been $7.50 wow. that's come to the table through this um, Alpine Public Education Fund. So that is incredible and has allowed us to do projects that we wanted to do that were really, really important to us, but that we didn't have the money for due to the inequities in the state funding formula. So super proud of that and so grateful for everyone in this community who has stepped up um, in support of that public education fund. Um, one other thing, and you've heard this a lot on this show as well, I think we've done a great uh, great job of becoming a leading community in the state of Texas in terms of telling the story of public education underfunding and advocating for solutions that serve all students. So Alpine was um, the, the buzz at the Capitol on numerous occasions. We were in numerous um, state-level media as well as obviously what we're doing right now, local media as well, to help people understand what's actually happening um, in public schools, what are the great things that are happening, but also what are the constraints when we don't adequately fund our public schools and what can we do to solve that? So really, really proud of um, our community and all of our work in that as well. well. Let's hope the squeaky wheel can get some of the well-needed grease. That's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. So why I wanted to, of, of all the things we've done all year, right, we've had these incredible um, extracurricular performances, incredible academic growth, um, so many things to celebrate. Why highlight these two particular accomplishments? And and, and what I would say to that is, first, teachers, research has shown that teachers are the number one school level predictor of student success, of how much kids can do. And so we want to continue Alpine ISD's rich tradition of employing and, and uh, keeping our top-notch teachers in order to equip top-notch kids. And that's why compensation has been such an important goal um, out of ours. And then on the financial leadership side, I think Alpine has become a case study in, in, a per, in what happens when you persistently underfund rural school districts. We know that that is not sustainable over time, and we must help the state and our community solve that problem to have this continued excellence for our kids. And so that's why that continues to be a big focus as we go into 2024. So from there, <clears throat> let's look ahead to this this new year. This new year, I was sharing recently. Let's see those goals. Yes, because we have them, right? We don't just roll over. It's like new year, uh, new us, same excellence as before, but building on it to make it even better. So wanted to give some just little teasers about some things you'll hear about in future shows that we're working on at each campus and then also across the district. 
So Alpine Elementary will be launching a new behavior management and expectations program. So think about um, Alpine Elementary's slogan, the bucks start here, and that the element, part of the elementary's role is to, to help teach our kids, here's what it means to be a buck. Here's what our values are. Here's how bucks learn and build relationships and, um, and behave and what buck character looks like. And so that's a huge part of what um, the elementary staff will kind of be digging into and exploring some different options and programs for. And you'll hear and see more about that in the months to come. So we're really excited about that. Recently, I was at an event where the Texas Education Commissioner was visiting in Midland and talking about how one of the things we do particularly well in West Texas is value based character education and I don't mean uh, a program at school I mean raising our kids right right raising our kids yes ma'am no sir and just to be sweet honest hard-working kids and that really is what we're talking about um, both at our elementary school and then also at our middle school wants to uh, work on and grow into next they're exploring some different character and leadership development programs right to continue this focus on what it means to be a buck and helping our kids build those really really important skills that they'll use in what Ever they do post-secondary education. Speaking of post-secondary education, that is Alpine High School's focus or one of their foci right now, focusing on college, career, and military readiness. What are our kids going to do after high school and how do we equip them to have lots of great choices and opportunities for that? And so you'll hear more from us on those opportunities in uh, the months to come. Also, our Alpine Child Development Center, acronym ACDC. So first of all, just building on the fact that that launched, right? Uh, um, opened in August, that had five months of success. Huge success is Alpine is no longer considered a child care desert by the state because we now have um, adequate child care spots across the community, which we're so excited about. Their 2024 goal, or one of them, is to continue to work on procuring funding to make child care even more affordable. So we have spots, um, but how do we make those spots even more affordable for more people here in Alpine? So excited about some big announcements coming in that regard as well. District perspective, facility improvements, huge focus. So short term, things like a new fire alarm system at some of our schools that are about 30 years old um, to longer term plans as well. We have... Um, uh, turf that has a 10-year lifetime and is on year 12. <laughs> How? What, what's our plan? How are we going to do that? And so we'll be working on facility improvements on each of our campuses and looking at what those look like, trying to come up with a 5- and 10-year plan so that uh, there are plans in place to move those forward. And then continuing our state-level advocacy for public education funding reform. Um, and, and our, yeah, focus and our fingers on, crossed. And, right, fingers crossed. And a whole lot of work and a whole lot of strategy going into that as well. And then always just continuous improvement. The fact that we're focused on getting better doesn't mean that we're not doing a great job. It just means that things can always be better for our kids. And that's our, that's our goal. So as I wrap up, you know, kind of thinking about how our three topics today are related, um, just wanted to share with the community that we're really dreaming big and encouraging that at every level of the district. Wanted to take you to a conversation I was having with a teacher just last week who's working on what's called the teacher incentive allotment. And this is a way to earn additional um, designation from the state, but also some pretty big salary. And so this teacher was setting their goal about, you know, which of these three designation levels do I want to maybe earn? 
and a uh, teacher was kind of saying, I think I want to go for master's, which is the top level. This is the top 5% of teachers in the state. And if this teacher earns this, they would receive an additional $25,000 a year in nice. salary from the state, which is amazing. Yeah. But in that moment, setting a big goal like that can also be scary because there's that moment of, well, what if we try for this thing, but I don't reach it? Right. And in that case, what we encourage this teacher to think about is even if you don't reach your master goal, you might earn that next level down the exemplary designation top 20% of teachers in the state, $14,000 a year pay raise. And regardless of even those outcomes, when you shoot for those really big goals, you see such incredible growth, which comes with such incredible outcomes. And th this story, you know, with this one individual teacher is what we're trying to do with the district as well. Let's set really big goals. And we may not reach every single part of every one, but the promise and possibility of dreaming big is the growth that we can do along the way on behalf of our students and on behalf of our community. So we're excited for that and we're excited to see what lies ahead in 2024. And we're ready for 2024. Let's go. We'll see you all at the barn the next couple of days. And again, good luck to our kiddos and go Bucks. All right. Thank you, Michelle. You've been listening to Buck Banter. Buck Banter is brought to you every other Friday at this time by the West Texas National Bank. Ready for a bank that will put your business first, whether you're looking to build, develop,